am fucking tired. Really? I yes, I Why? can't. I can't catch up on the bachelorette party <laughs> that I fucking went on. Are you ready for this shit? Yeah. Okay. Tell me. I have been eagerly awaiting you telling me for several days. So it was. It was good. It was good. I don't mean to say okay. like, like it was shit. Like it was awful. It was terrible. All that mattered is Savannah had a really good time. She was good. Very happy that she was in the ocean, getting crunk. Like she had the t- <laughs> she had the time. However, happy times don't make for interesting stories. I mean that's uh, true. Yeah. Unfortunately, so we're gonna talk about the shit show that happened. Um, Ooh, that I didn't necessarily agree with, and and it, it's it's all it's all right now. No one died, and that's all that matters. So okay. yeah, no one no one's dead. Um, so that makes me happy. Yes, and it was it was kind of a shit show to like corral everybody together because it's it was like herding cats to get everyone to agree to what we were gonna do for the trip Mm -hmm. so what ended up happening is that we stayed thursday night in destin in a random hotel which it looked sketchy if it wasn't florida but it was actually the nicest hotel we stayed in because we stayed in a hotel in atlanta and, and then and then this hotel we got to in Florida was really fucking nice, but it was a motel, but it was still nice. So okay. I was like, okay, okay. So we stayed Thursday night, checked out Friday, and then we went to a thing called Crab Island. Okay. Which is that just kind of cool. Yeah, it's just a sand bar in the water that, cu- and okay. so the water's up to your hips. Yeah. The, the, the whole area, like like it's yeah. like a like a good square mile of sand so you get to like walk around and like walk over to other people's boats but it's deep enough that you can like slide off jump off not face yeah. first someone broke their neck and died kind of a thing yeah well, um, cool. just just All on right. the low low so we um we um get on this little it's a it's a boat but it's shaped mm. like a tiki hut Oh, cute! And the captain's in the center driving the tiki hut boat thing, and all the and you're sitting on chairs that are surrounding the bar, and you can look. It's Hell like yeah. it's called Tiki Destin. It was actually really, it was really worth it. It was really cool, except one of the captains was really fucking sketchy. He was doing a bunch of shit that he was not supposed to be doing, and I found oh. out later he was saying a bunch of weird sketchy shit like I pedal Viagra, and oh no, it was fucking weird. I knew I was getting weird vibes from him, and then we were told that. They weren't allowed to pour drinks for us. And I look over and I see him pouring our Malibu into a cup. And I was like, that son of a bitch. He's stealing our alcohol. And then I see him hand the drink over to one of the girls in the trip. And I went, okay, that makes sense. So interesting. Yeah. So the Crab Island thing was actually really cool. Like I got pretty, pretty tipsy. But, you know, me being the paranoid me that I am, I'm like, I don't want to get sunburned. I don't want to get too drunk. I don't want to get dehydrated. So... I was trying to enjoy myself, and, like, right. I got a coconut from one of the ladies on the boats who were selling them, filled it up with rum, and I was having a good time. It wasn't all too bad. And then a bachelor party showed up. Oh, shit. <laughs> with, a, with a pontoon boat with two slides on it. So, Get them. So I was like, oh, I know exactly where this is going. So I had the alcohol, and I was pouring it because I was at least drunk. So... They get the coconuts after us, and they're like, hey, can uh-huh. we have some rum? And I was like, yeah, come here. I got you. So I start pouring up the drinks, and we're just like the girls and them, and I like to chat. And of course, all the girls are like, you're not into this, are you? I was like, no, it kind of comes with the title of being a lesbian. I'm not interested. <laughs> no, this is weird. It's weird. So, <laughs> And so I'm just kind of chilling, minding my own business. It's not like I was interested in any bachelorette parties. I was just like, leave me alone. I want to just drink yeah. and float in the water. So... <laughs> um. It gets to be about one o'clock and we have to go. So 
there was also some part of it there were drugs involved. Ooh. And I didn't know what the fuck was going on, so I just stayed on the tiki boat and I was like, I'm I'm 16 and drugs are bad. I don't want to be a part of this. So so the girls would do I don't know what they're doing. Some of them run off yeah. to go do that. I don't know who did what went on. I don't know what it was, but I was just like, I'm good. So Yeah. I uh, I sit on the tiki boat, one o'clock rolls around, and they're like, all right, we got to go. So as I'm like trying to corral some of the girls up onto the boat, (laughs) Savannah doesn't want to get on the boat. Damn it, Savannah. She's like, no, we're going to stay out and like swim with the batch party. And I'm like, and I look at her and I get like my like mom face (laughs) off, even though I'm not a mom. I was like, get your fucking ass on that tiki boat (laughs) now. And she went, oh, okay. (laughs) And And she just gets on the boat. So then she starts texting us. We're like, we're going in, but we're going to get back on their boat and go out. Oh. And I went, hell no, we're not. Hell no, no we're not. absolutely not. I was like, we don't know them. We've been out in the sun for four hours. We are all piss face drunk. Like, we need a water break, a shade break, a food break. Like, we don't know yeah. these guys. Like, come on now. Yeah. So I was like, no, we're not going to do this. So And so a couple other people were like, no, we don't want to do this. Da, 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 da. So like, I get off the boat. I was like, listen. I don't think we should do this. I don't think it's a good idea. They don't have a captain. It's just a bunch of dudes operating a pontoon boat in yeah. in the harbor with so many other boats, drunk. Yeah. Like, we watched a guy literally get pulled over, and I'm air quoting here, because he was yep. so drunk. So, so uh, as I'm arguing and saying, hey, I'm going to tell them, you know, no, never mind, like, we're not comfortable with this. One of the other right. girls runs up to me and goes, it's her batch party. Let her do what she wants. And I went, as mad as I fucking got and wanted to yeah. throw her in the water. I was like, you know what? Absolutely. Like, yeah. All right. Okay. Fair. Okay. Fair. Okay. You know what? If you guys really want to go, because other girls said no. Right. And then all of a sudden they're getting on the boat. Yeah. So now I'm looking like a jackass. So I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah. You know what? Have the fuck at it. And so I yeah. was still kind of mad. I was like, I'm not going. And then one of the other guys got off the boat, who I thought was yeah. like their paid captain. But right. I didn't know who the fuck he was. But he's like, hey, you want me to carry your stuff? I was like, no. No, I'm go- good. Thanks. No, I'm good. Thank you. And he's like, are you sure you don't? No. Bro, I got bigger muscles than you. Go away. So. <laughs> no, I'm good. The- thanks. One of the other girls thankfully stayed with me because she yeah. very adamantly did not want to go. Yeah. And so she and I hung out on the land. Yeah. And we went to Margaritaville. Hell yeah. <laughs> so Margaritas. We, went, we had a very good time. She and I talked a lot. And um, we sat on, they put us on the fucking porch of Margaritaville and we could Hell see yeah. like into the fucking bay with all the cool ass boats. And we like had a really good time looking at the view. And we're like, you know what? This is so much better. This is so yeah, much that's better. that's pretty great, actually. Yeah, so, so we ended up texting, both she and I texted Savannah. We're like, please be safe. Like, don't yeah. do anything like I would do, like, which would be don't get on the boat. But I was like, please right. be well, safe. We are, r- yeah, right. We're right here on the harbor. Like, if anything happens, I said, I will find a way to come out there and get you like just yeah. let me know if anything happens and she's like no we're fine so we they come back a storm's rolling in so they come back mm. off the water burnt as oh, sure, fuck yeah savannah oh, I can imagine savannah broke her toe Ooh. uh she broke her toe on the slide that she and i went down on but that was confirmed when her whole toe turned black yep. um yep Oof. and she had bruises all over her legs i was like yeah you had Bro. a safe fun time didn't you and she's like <laughs> it was great and i was like i'm so glad for you honey so i was like listen like i wasn't feeling good like me and the other girl like actually really started to not feel good so we ended up working out that we went to the beach house uh-huh and then they came they went to margaritaville and then they showed up at the beach house later because we were in destin to go to the tv yeah. thing and then we went to santa rosa beach which was a 
about okay. 50 minutes away to, okay. a, to an actual beach house, which I wish we stayed in the whole Hell entire yeah. time, but it was expensive as shit. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Because we were right on the beach. Yep. So uh, they said that everything was fine. And then I was like, oh, okay. I kind of feel like a jackass for trying to shut that down and not going. Yeah. But okay. But then, but then I found out all the shit that did happen when they were out on oh, the water. No. Um, As they were headed back out, they almost sunk the boat. Uh, the back half of the boat started to go into the water so much so on a pontoon boat, mind you. There's probably 14 people on the boat at that time. Damn. No, I'll take that back. I'll take that back. But probably about 10. About 10 people were on that boat because it was definitely like five girls, five guys. So Damn. the boat starts to sink so badly that the water rushes up and drags everybody's shoes off of the back of the boat. One guy That's jumped. so fucking rude. That's so fucking crazy. Some dude jumped off the back of the boat to grab all of their shoes and throw them back onto the boat. Well, uh, that man's a fucking, he needs a medal. Well, he was a, he's a firefighter, so that's part oh. of the course. Oh, shoe saver, firefighter boy. So, so, uh, so that happened, and then they almost, they almost uh, did it again, and then apparently they bottomed out three times. Jesus Christ! And then they parked in such shallow waters, and that they were sliding into that they were all hitting like their backs and butts on the bottom of the ocean or the the sand. Jesus. So and apparently one of the guys made a, a, a reference about, because like I threw such a stink fit about not getting, not wanting to get on the boat that they felt really bad. They're like, well, we're not going to roofie you. And I was like, yeah, you know what? That makes me still feel so much fucking better. <laughs> Jesus. Bless, bless their hearts. Like they probably were just really genuine dudes, but they were like, what's the worst fucking thing that they're probably <laughs> is happening? And then they were like, man, that's not going to happen. And then they like really drunkly were trying to be like reassuring and just fucked it up so hard. So bad. Because like all, all of them except one was married. They're like, we're all married. Of course, me being the lesbo that I'm at, I'm, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit so that doesn't matter to me it doesn't That's matter so it, funny oh it my doesn't god matter to a lot of people so yeah. so that happened but um everyone everyone got burnt the first that trip yeah that outing and oh, then um, that then trip we, that time so that was friday then saturday we were at the beach house we spent all morning at the beach and i tried so fucking hard to not get burnt and I put yeah. on sunscreen. I had SPF 70. I had SPF 100 that I put on my face and the tops of my shoulders. I got burnt. Yep. Uh, the rest yep. of the girls that got burnt were still out in the sun. Jesus Christ. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Just fuck what melanoma don't know her. Like, what no, the fuck? No, absolutely not. It's totally fine. Don't worry about it. So I was the least burnt, but I still had a good, nice pink over my whole body. And my, my upper back got burnt. Uh, like a like a decent like a okay first degree and then the rest of the Gross. girls i don't know like i'm in so much pain when i'm burnt and those girls didn't say two shits about being burnt i was like no what this is i feel like i'm a fucking twilight zone anyways we Woo. it was it was pretty good uh there was one girl there who was kind of like a actual like narcissistic asshole yeah. and Ooh. she said some really edgy edgy shit on the trip and I, calm down. If it was not Savannah's batch party and it was just a girls get together, I would have railroaded yeah. this bitch so hard because yeah. she said some insulting things to me. She tried to tell me that she her her weightlifting record is two sixty. Oh, okay, that's all she said. She's like, "Yeah, my PR is oh. two sixty. and I was like, "Oh, cool. bitch, I can't even deadlift two hundred pounds. I don't think so." So 
cute. Yeah, she was just also a liar. So, um, but it was a good time. We spent a lot of time in the ocean. Got the oh, shit yeah. shit beat out of us. Savannah got the shit beat out of her. Um, yeah, I had waves knock me down, and that was fun. Actually, I had a lot of fun um, you know, yeah. riding the waves, and uh, we had really good tacos. We had really fucking oh good tacos. man, I want some oh, fucking tacos now. Florida, like we're gonna go back Ugh. to that same house just for the tacos. Like hell yeah! All right, sold. It was so fucking good, but we had a really good time. I'm so than, glad. And they like, even though that happened, I would have been miserable if I was on the boat. So I removed yeah. myself from the situations. But they had a good, good time. We Not had a good time. Yeah, on on the on the shore. <laughs> and um, yeah. Did I ever tell you about the one and only time I've been like to the coast, like the ocean? Can you can you tell me in the opening of the next episode? Uh, I mean, it's or just like it really short. short. It's, it's oh, okay. Really, go. Really go, go, go 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 go. So I fucking hate the ocean. Um, because the very first time I went, I was like 16, right? Yeah. It was cool. I was having a good time. I was like chilling in the water. Everything was great. And I got stung by a jellyfish. You told me this. On my right ass cheek. Ah. Yep. yep. <sighs> that was a good time. Never again. Fuck the ocean. Fuck the ocean. <laughs> yeah, good times. Thank right. you for your service. Thanks. Okay. You want to know awesome. what is a good time, though? Always. Spooky stories. Ooh. Is this the part? Yes, this is where I flip. Okay, you ready? Yeah, what do you want? I was about what to say want? flip, flippy flip. Uh, booty ass. <sighs> I'm gonna say a lot of shits. It's gonna get me in trouble today. So just, just live and let live, my man. Tell okay. me, booty ass. Booty. What the fuck? Booty ass. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. There we go. Oh, nice catch. You go first. Hell yeah. Booty ass. All right. But before we go, Zoe Knowlton. Yes. <laughs> Tell me. Um, you like what we do and you want to keep supporting whatever the fuck shit show this is, uh, be sure to head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash haunt her. I barely know her. We have two tiers. First tier is just your basic bullshit. The second tier has access to notes and additional content. And I just don't feel like reading off. All the stuff. So you could just, you're tired. you could just, you could just, I'm so tired. Just go, just go <laughs> on over there. That drive was a shit show. Um, it was a fucking drive. It was a drive. Oh, oh, also while we were driving through yeah. the middle of the night, it was like yeah. two, three in the morning. Okay. Right. We were trying to break up the trip and we drove like mm-hmm. Wednesday night, we drove five hours and then the next day we drove six, something like that. Anyways, that night, Savannah goes, Oh my God, the moon, the moon's so big and it's so pretty. And I'm looking up in the sky. I'm like, there's no fucking moon. Oh, Jesus Christ. It was a Bojangles sign. (laughs) Is she okay? It was a Bojangles sign. It was a Bojangles sign. (laughs) Is she okay? She apparently hallucinates and can't see at night. Okay. And she she wanted to drive. And I said, no. (laughs) Absolutely not. No, bitch. I want to live. I love I love her dearly, but after that one, I was like, I'm done. Yeah, no. So, yeah. Not okay. All right. So tell me. All right. So tell me, about, tell me about Peggy the Doll, Zoe Knowlton. All right. Yeah. All right. So uh, Peggy the Doll, first, first things first, uh, content warning. Um, if at any point in time you get nauseous, a headache, dizziness, uh, heart palpitations, fucking turn this off. Okay. Like what? Just- already just at the beginning whoa don't say anything fucking rude about her either so just fyi 
If any of that shit starts to happen to you as you, like, hear me tell you, fucking quit. Just turn it off. And there we go. Skip to Katie's part. So, here are we you, are. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. What do you mean? I'm fucking serious. All right. I didn't so. sign up for this. I didn't fucking did. sign. I'm going to start crying. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have your address saved, so if you have a heart attack, I can take care of it. Yeah. Please. Heart palpitations. I'm allergic <laughs> to honey and glucosamine salts. Uh-huh. So, yep. so. Yep. Thank you. That's You're on welcome. record. I got you. Oh yep. my god. I got, I got your your rec- your uh, your address, so it'll be okay. Okay. All right. So our story begins with a woman named Jane Harris. So she grew up visiting spiritualist churches and like seeing seances performed and like assuming there was life after death. Right. When she was 13, she began being visited by her deceased grandfather. And that was like a normal occurrence. He would come and check on her and be like, hey, kiddo, how you doing? Which I think is kind of cute, right? At 17, things took a turn for the worse. She actually lost her cousin Kelly in a car accident. And then a few months later, also lost her boyfriend in a car accident. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just bam, bam, one right after another. <laughs> bam, bam. Yeah. Thank you, ma'am. Not, not good times. Okay. So this actually led her down a path of growing her abilities as a medium or just like becoming more sensitive to stuff that's like going on around her, right? She also started growing her paranormal research and started to uh, study spirit attachment. So after, like very soon after that, she started a company called HD Paranormal, which stands for Haunted Dolls Paranormal. That's the worst. I already hate it. That's so. That's the worst paranormal. Absolutely yep. not. That's not, not a good time for anybody. So this company actually helps those that believe that they have a haunted or possessed doll. Makes sense in the name, right? Mm. They have access to lots of equipment and even mediums. She's written a book titled What Dwells Within a Study of Spirit Attachment, which you can buy on Amazon. I've linked in my notes. She herself has been immersed in the paranormal for close to 20 years. So, how did she end up with Peggy the Doll? Tell me. Or PTG, as we like to say. Oh, God. So, another thing. Um, I didn't include any pictures of Peggy in my notes because a lot of people get sick when they see her. So, Google at your own risk, my friends. Word. Yeah. Ooh, I got, ooh, there's a time last night finishing these notes, my man. Uh. So, she actually rescued the doll from a garden shed in Sheffield, England. The owner had put the doll in the shed after she had been terrorized into a life of sleepless nights and spooky happenings in her house. So, the previous owner had bought the doll from a sale and had it for a few months. The doll was like this cute three-foot-tall blonde doll in a white dress with these really bright red shoes. The doll did not have a name at this point. It was just a doll that she found, like bought. As soon as the doll was in her house, she started to have trouble. Like, she couldn't sleep, she could hardly eat, and she would suffer from severe migraines. Oh my god. So, at night, she would see shadows walking throughout her home, even though she lived alone, and she would hear footsteps in her house at night, even though she lived alone. It's like the Dybbuk box all kind of over sort of, again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So doors would open and close on their own, and then the light in her bathroom would turn on and off by itself. Just the light in the bathroom, which I thought was a little weird. That's oddly specific. Yes. She would wake up at three in the morning with the feeling of someone in the room with her. Ha <laughs> ha. 
No. Uh, whoops. So she actually moved the doll around her house, hoping that she could placidate whatever was happening. Things got so bad at one point that she actually sought out a local priest and was like, hey, this things are not good, man. Help. So the priest visited twice and did two blessings on the house and the doll. Things did not get better. They actually got a fuck ton worse. Oh, that did not make right. PTG any no, happier. Not at all. So at that point, she started to get night terrors, like severe night terrors, and even like sleep paralysis. And every single time she would have sleep paralysis, she would wake up and she would never see the doll. But all she could think about was the doll. Like she knew the doll had something to do with her sleep paralysis. She couldn't put a finger on it, but she was like, something's with that doll, man. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know, but all the all the um uh-huh. coincidence are pointing towards this fucking doll. Okay. Yeah. Right. So she also, in addition to having the sleep paralysis, started to get like she got severely sick. Like she had a really high fever and she started to hallucinate. And that went on for a little while, like a couple of weeks, until finally she was like, dude, I'm fucking done. Like, absolutely not. And moved the doll into her shed. And that's when she contacted Jane because she was Googling around like haunted dolls, haunted objects, whatever, and found Jane and was like, hey, can you help me? Can you take this doll, please? <laughs> just take it. You're free. It's yours. Have at it. <laughs> Just, just, here you go. So soon after bringing the doll into her home, because Jane went with a medium, like a friend of hers that was a medium. She was like, okay, so like this woman called, we're going to go get this doll and see what's going on with it. Like if it's haunted, whatever. So they go and pick it up. They bring it back to Jane's house. Almost immediately after the doll was in her house, Jane started to feel ill. Like to the point that within two weeks, she couldn't even get out of bed. Like, she was so just drained. She finally, like, connected the... Her friend that was the medium was like, Hey, maybe it's the doll, bro. Like, (laughs) have you considered it's the doll? And Jane was like, Yeah, it might be the doll. You think? You fucking think? So she moved it to another location, like her office, instead of her house. So that's good, right? That's a good step in the right direction, hopefully. Yeah, and then everything was fine after that. So Jane wanted to find out some more information about the doll because she, like, didn't know the name. She didn't know, like, what spirit was associated with it. Like, nothing. So what does she do? She takes a picture of the doll and puts it on her Facebook page, right? Like, her her haunted doll's Facebook page. Okay. Then goes to bed, right? Uh, uh, Okay. Within 24 hours of the picture being up, Jane had received... 80 different emails or Facebook messages from people claiming that or like reporting to her that they had migraines, nausea, dizziness after or during looking at the photo. Question. Answer. When she posted this, though, did she say Mm. that those were symptoms of looking at the doll? This was before she knew that. Oh. So at this point, she was just like, hey, does anybody know more information about this doll? I just found it. It was built in, I'm assuming she figured out that the doll was made in the 1960s. She was like, I'm not really sure like where it's from. I would just like to know a little bit more about it. Maybe if anybody knows the history. Just trying to find like some information, right? Uh, okay, okay, okay. So people looked at it and were like, oh, and then they would get really ill. Some people even reported when looking at the picture, they would have visions of, like, mental institutions and unethical 
medical treatments. The fuck? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So she's getting all this stuff soon after that. Like, she takes the pictures down because she's like, whoa, I don't know what's happening here. She takes the pictures down and then a psychic medium, a different one than is her friend that, like, went to get the doll, contacted Jane and was like, hey... You have a doll in your possession, right? And she's like, yeah, why? And she goes, well, the spirit of that doll reached out to me and her name is Peggy. (sighs) And Peggy died in Hyde Park in London in 1946 from uh, tightness in her chest. And she has a fear of institutions. None of that information had been shared about what people were experiencing. Right. Yeah, it wasn't out. So no. this woman just out of the blue was like, hey, by the way, that doll Peggy. Just FYI. Yeah. Just just so you know. Ah. <sighs> yeah. So since then, Jane has actually found death records for a Peggy Hines who lived in that area and had been born in an institution in 1922. And she died in 1946. She's currently trying to find the death certificate to find out more information, but she has like found somebody that fits that description oh wow mm-hmm. so that's a little oh, spooky wow yeah Ooh. so some of the things that what like people experience is just like that tightness in their chest like hard trouble breathing other people have different experiences so some people who clicked on this photo or the subsequent videos that jane shot because she also put together a lot of youtube videos about her experiments with peggy so some of what people experienced was they would click on the photo, their computer screen would freeze on the picture. No explanation as to why. Um, people would have the headaches and then sometimes they would feel like an impending sense of doom like <coughs> when they looked at her, right? Okay. So one woman had the experience of opening the image on her computer and it froze on the picture and the entire room went cold. Like she's looking at the photo and her room gets fucking freezing, right? The lights in the room started to dim and then brighten almost as if like somebody was fucking with the dimmer switch right, right. her lights did not have a, have dimmer, a switch. dimmer switch i fucking knew it right i fucking knew it <laughs> of course so the lights dimmed like from normal to like super super dark to like almost darkness and then she felt as if somebody was in the room with her and she could hear them moving around the room I would nope myself out that fucking window. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-huh. So that woman in real time Facebook messaged Jane and was like, what the fuck do I do? (sighs) Bitch, bitch, run. That's what you do. (laughs) So Jane, being the smart cookie that she is, takes Peggy the doll down into an isolation room, sits her down and is like, hey, can you stop tormenting her, please? And then it just stopped. Amazingly, Peggy listened and was like, okay, that's fine. So the lights got as br- like brighter than they actually could physically be and then dimmed to normal and then everything was fine. Like, everything was cool. That's disgusting. Woo. Another woman uh, experienced like she was talking shit and was like, that doll's <laughs> fucking creepy. And then all of the no. light bulbs in her house exploded. Oh! Mm-hmm. No, yeah. you don't make fun of a haunted doll. What is wrong Correct. with you? Yes, because she said, that thing's creepy. And then her light bulb started to blow. So that's cool. Don't do that. Ugh. Apparently, Peggy can also speak to people in their dreams. 
So she can't just affect you when you look at her. She can like she can affect you afterward in your dreams. So that's cool, right? Like she doesn't have to be in the same room with you. If I have nightmares tonight, I'm coming for you. I have a spooky story about nightmares. So sorry. Shut um, the <laughs> fuck up. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> we'll get there. That's fine. What? <laughs> Ask me at the end. I'll tell you. So. All right, so she comes to people in dreams to, like, warn them about tragedies that are going to happen. That being said, we're not sure if she's warning you something bad's going to happen or if she's causing the tragedy. We're not sure. I, I don't was, know. I was going to ask that. I was like, yeah. she's causing it. What do you mean? I don't know. Here we are. So one woman who had seen a photo of Peggy and was ill with headaches all day, she finally went to sleep and Peggy visited her in her dreams. In the dream, Peggy was petting one of her cats, uh. right? So when she woke up the next day, her cat was really sick. And her cat had been <gasps> perfectly fine the day before, but her cat got really sick and died that day. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know if what Peggy was doing, if she was like fucking up the cat or if it was just, oh, your cat's going to die. I don't know. Jeez. Either way, it's pretty fucked up, right? There's one woman who viewed a video of Peggy, and less than two minutes later, her heart started to race. She felt nauseous and terrified. She suffered from a heart attack less than two minutes after watching a video of Peggy. Prior to that video, she was in perfectly good health, had no issues, and to this day, she still thinks about that incident, and she starts to panic. Yeah. Yeah. That'd, that'd make me fucking panic, too. Yeah. What, okay. the, what the fuck is like up with these dolls? Like, I don't know, bro. Dolls are like hella fucking haunted, apparently. Yeah. Like, Zach Bagelbites has the right idea being scared of dolls, my man. Like, he knows. He knows what's well, up. He knows. Now, all of these people did not know the other ones existed. So, like, they were all sending the emails and the messages to Jane and was, like, independently. And were like, hey... This is happening. This is happening. Like, what is going on? So none of them knew about each other. So that's kind of gross. Yeah, they're all individual instances. Yep, because she didn't. She did not release any of that information until two years later. So nobody knew about it until then. So that's gross. Pretty, it's pretty spooky. That's pretty gross. Right. So five different independent independent mediums have read this doll, and each of them sensed the spirit of the doll was restless and was persecuted during their life. Two of the five mediums sensed not only Peggy, but another male spirit that refuses to even speak. He seems to be the darker energy that causes all of the negative things to happen to people. So that's kind of spooky. Why are there also multiple entities in a fucking doll? I don't know. I have no answer for you. No answer. <sighs> this is, I'm this just is telling what, you what I found. This is why when my mom had that porcelain doll in my room. I, I cannot with dolls. Get the fuck out. Nope. Absolutely okay. not. Great. So some mediums that have connected with Peggy actually believe that she was Jewish and that she could have been involved during the Holocaust. That makes sense. That's about mm -hmm. that time period. Yep. So uh, some automatic writers who have connected with Peggy um, during their sessions have gotten words like star and David. Mm. 
And that was with no knowledge that the medium, that the previous medium had connected that Peggy was Jewish. So, like, the medium was telling Jane, hey, this is what I'm getting. And then she got contacted from a separate person that she had no other previous contact with, being like, hey, I just did an automatic writing session. I connected with Peggy. Here's what I got, starring David. So. I really hate that these people aren't even next to the doll. And they're just like, yep. yep. I had yep. a thing. Let me tell you about it. It's like, yep. What the fuck? That's pretty gross, right? I don't like it. Ooh. So Jane actually believes that it fits that Peggy would be Jewish because the previous owner had like a crucifix cross necklace on her mm-hmm. and Peggy fucking hated that thing. Absolutely hated it. So that would make sense, right? That would make sense. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Pretty gross. So the medium's also sensed that the spirit in the doll had an intense aversions to clowns i don't know what that's about i don't know where that's from why okay. that's there that's just the thing i got did they test the theory no but i have something funny to tell you about bagel bites in a little bit ask okay. me about bagel bites and clowns bagel bites in a, in a dream okay yeah bagel bites clowns dream so during a seance with peggy because of course you can't have a haunted doll without a seance duh jane received <laughs> three scratches down her arm And afterwards, because that was the first time that that had ever happened, she, like, contacted a priest and was like, yo, what do I do? And the priest was like, hey, man, like, sprinkle Peggy with holy water every week and recite the prayer of Michael the Archangel. Uh, Every week? Try, like, every fucking day. Right. And the reason is because the mocking of the Trinity. So (sighs) that was my Zach Bagel voice. Thank you. Zach Bagan's voice. You, you, You're welcome. You did, that, that did it for me. Thanks. I tried real hard. So during the two years that Jane had Peggy the doll, she kept like a whole list of stuff that she found, right? Like her research. Mm-hmm. So in that time, there were EVPs around Peggy. There were photos of shadows and strange light anomalies. Unexplained number of death deaths among animals. I don't like that one. Yeah. The EMF meter readings or fluctuations in direct responses to questioning. A string of independent witness testimonies, which was those like 80 people. Right. Chairs would shake during group seances with Peggy. Insect infestations while Uh. filming around the doll. Physical scratches. Specific messages relayed to individuals through automatic writing. Unexplainable smells that would appear or disappear quickly. Night terrors, disembodied footsteps, extreme changes in temperature, pets reacting negatively, and continued reports of health concerns following viewing Peggy's image or videos. So that's fun, right? That's always good. No. That's great. No. no. (laughs) (laughs) So there was one night that Jane was holding a session with Peggy for her research, and she had a pendulum, and it was that thing was just like fucking going, right? Like, send it like crazy. Okay. So like any good investigator, Jane was taking a lot of notes in her notebook. So immediately after that session, Jane was exhausted. She was just like, man, I'm just going to leave everything where it is. Like, Peggy, you chill. I'm going to go to bed. The next morning, Peggy was in the same spot. Like she hadn't moved, but she was just turned ever so slightly. Right? Like, like not straight on, but just, just, just a little bit. Right. Like, like, a, like, degrees. A, like a 15. Okay. Yeah. 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 A yeah, couple of degrees shift. Right. And Jane could not find her fucking notebook anywhere. So she looked everywhere for this thing. Thunder Finally, the doll. 
It's under the, it's under the doll. <laughs> Ow, my cat just scratched me. Get the fuck out of here, cat. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, a couple hours go by and she finds it and it's in her basement on top of one of the ex- exposed rafters so high up that she had to get her husband to get a ladder to get the fucking thing down. So, like, nobody could have gotten it up there. Why was it there? What? Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. So, ever like, people theorize that the reason that happened is because Peggy hates people asking personal questions about her. Like, anybody wants to know information about her, she just gets pissed off. Like, no. Does not want people to know her. Because, like, when Jane posted the pictures and was like, does anybody know anything about this doll? People oh. were looking at her with that intent. That was bad, right? Oh, bad that shit happened. Sense. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, Jane got scratched because she was asking personal questions about Peggy. Like, I don't know, but I think it's pretty gross. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to get hurted. So, after her experience with Peggy, Jane actually wrote a book titled Peggy the Doll, which is available on Amazon. I put a link in my notes if you're brave. So, then, moving forward, into 2016... Jane decides she was done with her research on Peggy and brought her to Zach Bagan's museum. And they were featured on his television show, Deadly Possessions, where she told Peggy's story and then ended up later selling Peggy to Zach. Good call. Right. So when she brought Peggy into the museum, right, like they're going on the show. Everything's cool. It's like season three of season one or something. Um, She brings Peggy in and she's carrying her. And this is like a spooky fucking three foot tall doll, right? Right. Uh, She has a hood over Peggy's face because she doesn't want to like hurt people without telling them what's going to happen, right? So she brings her in and like sits her in her own little chair um, and sits down. And Zach immediately is like, yo, what the fuck? Like, yeah, what, wh- wh- why? Why do you have a doll <laughs> hooded right now? Like, yeah, like, the fuck? Why? He's like, dolls freak me out, but, like, why does this one have a hood on? That makes it worse. So during the initial interview, um, prior to taking the hood off, Zach is, like, he's talking to her and, like, everything's fine. He's, like, getting her story and, like, how Jane met Peggy and, like, what Peggy is, right? And all of a sudden, he just starts getting hit in the fucking face with flies. Like, what? out of nowhere. Like, what? one lands on his glasses, one, like, hits him in the face. He's, like, trying to fight him off. They're There's inside, so- yes. aren't they? Yes. Ew. There's so many flies, they get close enough to his mic that you can hear them. There's so many flies. That's not how that works. Correct. So immediately, he's like, bro, where did all these flies come from? Is he starting <laughs> to, like, try and bat him away? And then he goes, wait, wait, flies? That's fucking demonic. Yeah. And like, I'm like oh shit, up. oh no. Yeah, so that's that's pretty gross, right? That's pretty spooky. So before they decide to remove the hood, Zach asks what the risks are, and she tells him, so this is the first time in paranormal history that a television show gives a paranormal warning, like a content warning for something about to happen, and then they take the hood off and people get to look at Peggy. So... Wow. That's pretty fun, right? So they cover everything that could possibly happen. And he's like, hey, man, like, I don't want my viewers to get hurt. So just so you guys know, like, there's this big content warning. And it's like, viewer discretion is advised. Like, it's spooky, right? I get the Never, cold ever chills. happened before. Yeah, that's never happened before. Oh. So they go to, like, they're getting ready to unhood her. And Zach's camera stops working. 
like the camera that is pointed at him stops working. And so like one of his camera crew is like, bro, come here. And he's like, hold on just a moment. Excuse me, please. And then like stands up and walks off and he's like, yeah, man, what's the problem? And they're like, hey, buddy, (laughs) the camera stopped working. Every other camera in the entire museum and they have at least one camera in every single room. All the rest of them are working fine. It cut out as soon as they started talking about taking the hood off. <gasps> so. Fucked up. <laughs> yes. Oh, my so God. So Zach's like, that's not okay. And then he comes in and he was like, I think that was a challenge, Peggy. So they fixed He's- the. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. What a fucking tool. Okay. <laughs> so they fix the camera and then they take the hood off after the content warning. Right. And every everything's chill. And then suddenly Zach's like. Hey man, I'm getting uncomfortable. I don't feel really good. Um, if you could just like he's he's calm about it, but he's like, if you could just take her and I'll get with y'all in just a minute. So like Jane picks Peggy up and leaves the room, and then Zach's just like, what the fuck? And then they have to cut the cameras because he gets violently ill. Like throws up sick. Damn. Yes. And then he he like he starts to get really ragey and angry. And Aaron's like, hey, bro, you okay? You mad? You're going to fuck some shit up because you look like you will. And he's like, yeah, I'm fucking pissed. And then he actually like hits one of the walls really hard. Like, hoo, hoo, hoo. So he, he did not have a fun time. That first experience with Peggy, right? Not right. a good time. No, no. Ooh. So Zach actually holds a seance with Peggy and with one of his favorite psychic mediums, Patty Negri. Psycho. Psycho. What a fucking... In his museum. (laughs) He stresses me out, dude. (laughs) So during that seance, like, everything is lit with candles and it's super cool, right? Right. Well, the candles next to Peggy, there's, there's like, uh, three, right? Like, in a row on, like, a candelabra, right? They start one at a time flickering, like... Not all of them all at once, like one on the very end will flicker and then the middle one and then the end, the other end one. And it's only on the candelabra next to Peggy. Every other candle in this room does not flicker at all. Nothing happens to him. <sighs> mm. Also, during that experience, the chairs that they're all sitting in start to shake. No. Because why not? Shut the fuck. Did they record? Yeah, this, they is this on the camera. episode? Yes. 100%, yeah. Can yeah. You, I need... Yeah, I got you. That I got you, man. <laughs> I want to see this and cry. It's fucking bad. So that happens. And then there's a typewriter in the room. So they start to ask Peggy a question and the typewriter starts typing. Shh. There's, there's no paper in it, but like the little tippy tappy starts happening. So she's fucking there. Throw throw paper in that bitch. I know, right? Like, let's that's, go. That's what I would have done. Put paper in it. Do it again. Uh, Zach also interviewed the woman who had a heart attack um, in the episode and he gets to talk to her and like see what's you know how she's feeling what's happening what's going on with her how she's progressing or not in this case Um, and he helps her face her fear of the doll and hopefully has improved her life I'm not really sure like what's happened to her since but I hope she's doing well and as of today you can visit Peggy the doll at Zach's Haunted Museum in Las Vegas. She is on display, and she has a constant spirit box in the room with her. It never stops. You go into the room, and it's just... And you ha- you can ask your questions. So, 
That's cool, right? That sounds fun. So you have to, of course, sign a waiver. I was going to say the the (laughs) three-page waiver, right? Yep, yep. You have to sign a waiver to get into Zack's Museum, number one, because all the shit that's there that's haunted that'll fuck you up. And then number two, to see Peggy specifically, you have to sign an individual waiver to see her. So that's cool and fun, right? That sounds exciting. No, it actually fucking doesn't. Yeah. (laughs) So what was the point about clowns you were going to make? Yes. So with the clowns, uh, she hates fucking clowns, right? So she is in a room with clown dolls at Zach's museum. What an asshole. That is rude as shit. So that's uh, that's fun and gross, right? Okay. Okay. Now Now what about your dream? Okay. So I luckily didn't have any issues last night because I did my... um, I did my notes really late last night, right? Didn't have any trouble sleeping, thank goodness. But I listened to a couple of other podcasts uh, on this topic just to make sure that, you know, I didn't miss anything or, you know, make stuff up or whatever if I'd found it on the internet and it was bullshit. So, and that's why we drink M. When they did this, (sighs) they had never had a night terror or a, um, what's it called? Sleep paralysis? paralysis. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Right? All the time that they were doing their notes, they had a crazy migraine the whole time, which I had a little bit of a migraine and nausea when I was doing the notes, but, like, that was it. That was all that bothered me. It was just, like, a little bit of nausea. Um, so, eh, I probably could have tricked myself into that, right? Like, just right. assuming. Whatever. So, M had sleep paralysis. So, they had, like, crazy nightmares about the doll, and then they woke up and... They were facing the wall, and their bedroom door is, like, on the other side of them, so they couldn't see the door. They hear the door open, <gasps> and they can't move. And they're trying to wake their girlfriend to, to like, get them awake, and they right. can't because they can't right. move because they're paralyzed, right? So they wake up the next morning because they, they just keep telling themselves, like, close, close your eyes, go back to sleep, it's going to be fine. They wake up the next day, roll over, look at the fucking door, and they lock it every single time they go to bed because they're like a they're they're like me and they're kind of like a psycho. You have to lock your bedroom door just in case. Right. They rolled over and looked and the door was cracked open. So that happened. Yes. Yeah. So that's pretty gross, right? I would have exploded. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Em uh. told their girlfriend about it and the girlfriend was like, oh, gross. And that was it. Like that was the whole reaction was oh, uh. gross. Like, Come on, man. No. That's a hell of a lot spookier than, ugh, that's, gross. Uh, yeah, so that's fun. Sleep paralysis want, and doors. I, I just want to let you know if, like, we ever do research in uh-huh. it, like, like something happens, mm-hmm. break. Immediate yeah. break. I yeah. can't, oh my fucking god. Yeah, no, because last night when I was doing the notes, like, I got a little bit of a headache, but that could have been from scaring at my computer screen, right? And then I got a little nauseous. But, I mean, that could have been something I ate. Like, it wasn't, oh, God, I'm going to die. It was just, eh, I'm a little uncomfortable. So, I don't know. But I wanted to give the, the content warning at the beginning, just in case anybody doesn't want to <sighs> risk it. So, that's fine. I, I almost covered this doll. You're welcome. Yeah. Oh, God, I did You're welcome. I had to stare at so many pictures of Peggy's little blue-eyed, blonde-haired face. So. I, I almost started to look up images of Peggy uh-huh. the doll. And I was like, I yeah. think the fuck not. No. Yep. Yep. So, here we are. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank You're you welcome. for taking one for the team. Thanks for enjoying my story. I think I'm fine. So, 
You'll be all right. Yeah. If I get nightmares tonight, I'll let you know. Yeah. If I get nightmares tonight, it's on site. <laughs> I'm calling you and beating yeah. you up. And be like, bitch. So that's fun. Okay, all cool. Right. Thank you cool. for sharing. You're welcome. Yeah, that's sarcastic. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. I hate being here. <laughs> all right, so this is the part. Hi. Of the- we're supposed to act like we've been here this whole time, <laughs> even though we took like a three-hour long break. It's fine. Proceed. Okay. So <clears throat> this is the part of the podcast. Also, the readjust my game. Um, the part. Stop laughing. This is the part of the podcast. <laughs> Nobody can hear me. <laughs> oh fuck. You good? Yeah. You have my attention. Okay. This is the part of the podcast where we give shout outs to our newest Patreon members. However, we do not have any newest Patreon members this week, and that is a okay. So, if you want to get a shout out on our podcast, be, be sure you're distracting the shit out of me. Stop it. I'm doing you, nothing. You're just so funny. Um, I am. Thanks. Um, so, if you want to get a shout out on our podcast episode, please be sure to head on over to Patreon. And if you don't want to support us that way a-okay if you're on itunes please be sure to drop a like and review review and rating there we go that's what it is yeah that one review and rate and if you're on spotify please be sure to smash that follow button and anywhere else you're listening to us please be sure to do the thing ka-chow that's not what you're supposed to say (laughs) hey lightning mcqueen what the fuck (laughs) it's because i've been watching a lot of loki and i just can't get his voice out of my head because owen wilson's in loki so what is what does Lightning McQueen have to do with anything Loki related? Owen Wilson is Lightning McQueen. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Why is why is Owen Will Wow? Why is Owen Wilson in fucking Loki? I don't know, but he's great. He has this like beefy mustache and it's beautiful and he and Loki like awkwardly flirt. It's my favorite. I can't uh, I can't That's see. my head cannon. I can't <laughs> I can't <laughs> I cannot see. Okay, now I have to watch it because I cannot imagine so good. Owen Wilson. Because yeah. he always plays like such passive, cool parts. Yeah, I mean, he's he's pretty cool in this one, but he's like he's like the interrogator. Right. It's really great. Right, that's, cool. what I'm, that's what I'm saying. He always plays comical. Okay, I'm going to need to watch It's 15 out of 10. Okay, mm-hmm. anyways, moving right along. Yeah. Okay. Harold the Doll. Yeah, part I had two. to bring it all up before I, we brought it back down. Oh, okay, that's right, because we took yeah. a break. The listeners yes. did not. Um, yeah. Harold the Doll Part 2. Are you ready? Yes. I read <laughs> I read the fucking book while I was on that batch trip. I did have to read Damn. like 100 pages when I got back, but I read the majority of it on the trip. Yeah. Yes. Um, Holy shit. I, I want to make sure. Harold, it's Harold the Haunted Doll. That is the name of the book, correct? Correct? Her- yeah, uh, Amazon. Sure. Harold the Haunted Doll. Okay, that that is... The terrifying true story of the world's most sinister doll. Oof. I mean, I would argue that Peggy is the most sinister doll, but um, I feel like I feel like Peggy could be more sinister. However, there are more fucked up things with Harold w- than Peggy. Touche. Yep. Proceed. And I didn't. I'm gonna preface this with I thought that all the stories that I've heard from the other podcast came from this book, uh. and they did not. There oh, are shit. multiple stories that I know of that were not present in this book, and I do not know where they are, so I might have a part three. Jesus Christ. Because so much went on with this doll. He says he wants to write another book also, but he is not ready to write that book because this is only a quick part of what happened with the doll. Uh, there's more that he needs to write, but he isn't. he doesn't want to, really, yet. Holy shit. Yes, yeah, so... Okay. 
Like I said, there might be a part three. There's more information somewhere else and I can't find it. I don't know where these people are getting it from, but there might be a part three in the future. So for now, here comes part two. And All right. This is why this is why Harold the Doll might actually be more fucked up than. All right. Peggy. Are you ready? Okay. Right, yeah. So like I said, um, this is this this kind of this book covers kind of like the whole how he gets his hands on it and like the beginning yeah. parts of it, like how he starts to figure shit out. Um, there's like I said, there's there's more on how he exercises the doll, how he finds out the spirits in the doll. Uh, the adventures go on it, and that's specifically what I'm talking about. Is I know he goes on several adventures, and I don't know where those are. I don't know if those are YouTube videos, but we'll we'll I'll see what I can find out. Um, however, because it is a book and you have to purchase it, I will not be going mm. into the finer details of the book. I'm gonna leave um, kind of like bigger parts out, but I'm still gonna give you enough. Like I'm I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna tease you. So if you want to like really know it's a pretty good read like it's not that bad he's not like the mm-hmm. best writer but it's not shit yeah. um there's a lot of punctuation mistakes and it upsets me but <laughs> okay and this this guy's name is Andrew? anthony anthony close enough anthony and i i don't ask me to pronounce his last name because someone's gonna hit me up on instagram and be like you said it <laughs> wrong and i i'm done so um <laughs> so i'm just like oh, it's fine so i'm just gonna say his name's anthony um he just has a um a last name that I'm not going to butcher because it is it is what it okay. is. Okay. So, part one, he's got the doll. He gets the doll. I told you a bunch of shit, crazy shit shows, yeah. stories that happened, um, things that happened to people, um, stuff like that. Yeah. So, but we're going to we're gonna see, we're going to talk more through Anthony's eyes and what he specifically does with the doll. Okay. Okay. And, and some things that he's found and da-da-da-da. So... First thing that after he gets the doll and he doesn't really know what's going on with it, he just knows that it is a little bit haunted. Some weird shit's going on. Some people are getting sick. Um, stuff like that. So here, here's what he does. So he has this doll and he goes into a coffee shop and there's and he's a very um, charismatic human being. And that's kind of like what I, I kind of only get out of him is that he just talks to a lot of people because he there's so many people that just come through this book and he has no qualms with going up to somebody and just being like hey and just Mm -hmm. shooting the shit so he goes to a coffee shop there's a chick who's working in there and he's like hey you want to see this doll and she's like yeah i want to see this doll but he like tells her like this is before he knows anything okay so he's just like do you want to see this doll so she's like yeah yeah like like i guess presented enough that he was comfortable with showing her the doll and so they decided that they were going to do it in the basement of the coffee shop where they have where they hold book signing sessions. So it's not like a, oh. like an actual creepy basement. It's actually like a legitimately like, like I guess a really nice basement. Yeah. So I guess it's like not murdery. Yeah, I was about to say it's not like stabby basement. It's like <laughs> comfy signy basement. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um he thinks that it's just gonna be her. She shows up with a bunch of friends. So he's like, because I mean, why would you not though? Like, hey man, well, you want to see some haunted fucking doll? Let's well, do it. Well, this is pretty cool. He pulls out the doll. They all pull out crystals. Oh my god, it's a coven. <laughs> <laughs> they knew. They were like, motherfucker, you're not showing us something haunted without yeah, us yeah. being protected. Oh yeah, because he was like, what's the what's what's with the rocks? And they're all like, first off, it's crystals, and second off, it's for protection. And that's 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 not exactly how it went down. But he was like, what's with the crystals and they're like for protection and he's like 
okay. He really doesn't know a whole lot at this point. He actually doesn't, like, this yeah. doll is what brought him to do some paranormal stuff because he didn't have a whole lot of equipment. Um, so this kind of really catapulted him into the paranormal bullshit. Quit your fucking... I mean, that's fair. Quit your yawning. Um, I'm sorry, I'm 85 and it's almost 9 p.m. 85. It's 9 p.m. Oh, shit, it's 9.22. Okay, so uh-huh. he does a session with them. All of them have their crystals. He does an EVP session, too. So he puts the recorder down to see if he can pick up anything while they're chit-chatting. Um, when he listens to it later, he just gets static. And he's never had that happen on the recorder before. And he doesn't understand what the where that noise was coming from. So she, he later goes back to the coffee shop. And the friend that he's talking to says that she feels like there's something trapped in the doll. And he's like, why do you okay. get that? Why do you think that? And she's like, I just, I don't know. I get that feeling. Later, he kind of puts it together that the buzzing he was hearing was actually all of the crystals in the room actually protecting them because he also, when he went back in to re-listen to it, once he realized that, he could hear a deep voice coming through saying, stop it. That's the grossest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. It gets worse. It gets worse. Um, so at that point, Her- Anthony tries to bring Harold to a psychic to have it read because he says that he is a friend that can touch objects and see its past, see its history. And, and I think I covered a little bit of that on the first part where she was like, I feel like this doll is trying to kill me. Yeah. So he's trying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, like you said, like something like you fucking bitch, I'm going to kill you. And she immediately was like, I think this doll's trying to kill me. I have a heart murmur. I have to go. So he tries to find some other people that can do it because he doesn't want to risk his friends touching the doll or doing anything like that. So yeah, like people he doesn't know is safe, though. Right. Exactly. Like, like, fuck strangers. Uh, yeah, so- basically. <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, at least he asks. He's just, he doesn't, like, throw the dolls at them, at least, right? So, Hey, ma'am, do you have a heart murmur? <laughs> do you have any pre-existing medical conditions before I fuck you up with this doll? Um, <laughs> so he finds a psychic that's like, can come here to do your reading. So he walks uh-huh. in, and he's like, can you read objects? And she's like, I don't know. Let's find out. He pulls a doll out, and she's immediately like, get the fuck away from me. Get the fuck out. He was like, what is wrong? Like, I just, like, it's just a doll, ma'am. Like, what's your deal? You act a little crazy, like, gaslighting some bullshit. He doesn't, he doesn't actually, he doesn't actually do that. But. No, 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 no. But he's like, what's wrong? She's like, absolutely not. I don't know what the fuck, like, just get out. And he was like, what are you seeing? What is wrong? She's like, no, get out. And so apparently he saw like this woman's mom. And so he was like, maybe, maybe your mom will do it. And she's like, okay, all right, let me go see. So she runs off because apparently it was like a, like a booth house combo. So she runs to the house and, uh, the mom comes out and just says, get get the fuck out of here. And they both go inside and shut the door in his face. Oh, my God. Um, he oh God. tried to get several other psychics to read it. And they he got the same exact reaction where they were just like, no, take a fucking hike, dude. I don't know what the fuck you're doing with this doll, but hit the road, Jack, and don't come back. Excuse me. I have freak existing conditions. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Yeah, pre, pre-existing condition of I don't want to be 
fucking oppressed by a demon. I don't want to be cursed. Thank you. Thanks, fam. Okay, so Anthony has several women in a circle read it. So like I said, this this woman who could touch. Uh, A couple other women, he, you know, come forward and say, I would like to do it. He's like, okay, but at your risk. So gets, you know, he gets a tarot reading as a, as, as well too, because he tried to do tarot and then someone else tried to do tarot on it and it was a little interesting. Uh-huh. Um, but every time someone, my point with this, every time someone tried to do a reading on it, they would always say something or feel something along the lines of child molester. I don't like that. So... Or or they would say that the doll seems interested in their kids. Like, they would be like, should I be worried for my kids? And he's like, why are you saying that? She's like, I don't know. I'm just getting a bad feeling about my kids. I don't like that very much at all. So, like I said, uh, part one, Harold did hurt some people. So let's uh, let's go into just a little bit more. Let's go into a little bit more detail about that. Um, as I said, he hurt people, but he also fucked up Anthony. And I got a little bit more detail about that. Um, uh, Harold did scratch people. He gives people headache with nausea. Um, he did bite and punch a few people. Uh, Anthony made a remark that Harold hasn't hurt him yet because Harold knows better. And he said that. Cause that, that is hubris, my boy. Correct. He, he ate shit after that. A few days later, uh, he gets up from a chair and he completely collapsed on the floor. His knee gave the fuck out. Awesome. Anthony is also awesome. not overweight, by the way, by any means. He's quite a skinny fellow. Yeah. So just just that, to put just, just to put that out there, there it didn't yeah. it didn't seem like there would be any reason that his knee would go out. Um. So he buckles, collapse, hits the floor. He also can't oh, walk. Man. He can't fucking walk on it. Like he keeps hitting the floor. It's not getting any better. Flat out cannot walk on his leg. He doesn't know why. He doesn't know. He doesn't even know the fucking word. Like he wouldn't even have thought of this. But when someone asks what's wrong, he's like, I tore my meniscus. And I mean, we all know why. Right. But he was just like, I don't know why I think that. But he's like, I know I tore my meniscus. Also, how the fuck do you like tear your, your meniscus, meniscus from, from standing to up? Standing, right? Exactly. So uh, he goes to the doctor and says, "Like I'm falling over. I can't walk on it. It's been like a couple weeks, and like I think a torn meniscus." And the doctor's like, "No, no, no, no. Like go home and like try recover." And he comes back and he's like, "I can't fucking walk. I need an MRI. I tore my meniscus." And the doctor's like, "You wouldn't be able to walk if you tore your meniscus. Like you'd be falling over." And he's like, "I literally fucking told you that. I told you I am falling. Like I can't fall over." Like so, the doctor's like, "Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were just exaggerating because you don't know how to use words." Ah, uh, fucking fucking idiot. So. <laughs> So MRI confirmed he had a torn meniscus, and then the the surgery was the next day. That's disgusting. Yep. Uh, to this day, he cannot straighten his leg. Of of all the things to do, like your meniscus, like why why would you pick that? Because you can't fucking walk. It's like cutting your Achilles tendon. I mean, like just I. Wow. Yeah, we're going deep. Harold goes hard. So wow. He, at one point, uh, like early on, was going to have Harold read by Peter James, who is a world-renowned psychic out in L.A. So that meant mm-hmm. that Anthony was going to have to fly 
Um, that's yeah. important. He is living in an extended stay hotel in Denver. Why? I don't know. This whole entire time he's in an extended stay hotel in Denver. I don't know why. Okay. Um, before leaving for his flight, he said he was just like feeling really bad or um, he was reading something about coins. And this 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 guy uh, predicted that this woman had the exact coins in her, in her pocket, and so he pulls okay. she pulls out the coins, and she has the exact amount of change in her pocket, like this guy did. So he thought. So Anthony thought it was funny that he, this these coins were funny. Chris Angel, was that you? <laughs> <laughs> Chris Angel, mind freak. Um, <laughs> Jesus fuck. Uh, so God, thank you for throwing me back into the early two thousands. You're welcome. That's uh, what I live to do. So, Anthony goes into his room. He's he's he ha- he's thinking about these coins. Like right before he's about to leave for his trip to L.A., he goes mm. walking around the room and to check one last time to make sure he got everything. And then he goes into like his bedroom area. He sees coins, not perfectly stacked, but stacked in his on his windowsill in such a way that they're like stacked on each other that they're kind of holding themselves together due to friction, if that makes sense. It does. So, like, they're almost falling apart. Like, they could be almost completely falling apart, but, like, the friction is just barely keeping them together. Correct. Correct. So Disgusting. So he's like... Cool. He's like, I don't stack coins, but if I were to, it would not fucking be like that. So as he, like, goes, like, closer to it, or he, like, I can't remember what it was that was the the catalyst, but he says that the coins just fucking explode and hit the floor. Oh, that's cool. Because they were held together by by friction, so they, like, they all just fucking fall apart. And he says he turns around, and as he does, he has a crystal clear vision. Crystal clear. Uh, bad, bad vision of a plane exploding and then just snapping in half midair. So let's not get on that flight, yeah. So he said, you know what? Fine. You don't want to be read by this uh, sidekick. That's per- perfectly fine. Uh, but I'm going to lock you up, though. So that was the point that I mentioned in part one, that Anthony locked up Harold for eight years in a storage unit. Well, I mean, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Am I right? Co- correct. So that <laughs> freaked him out so bad. It was so clear and so real to him. And he felt so much anxiety that he locked up that doll for eight years. The point that I would have locked the fucking doll up would have been it tore my fucking meniscus. All right. Like very specific. Like it didn't fuck anything else up. Just the meniscus. Just no. The, yeah, no. Absolutely so, not. So this is when after the eight years, this is when the ill fit YouTube video came up about, you know, where was Harold and what was he up to? And here's the the lore behind Harold. And Anthony was like, I have the doll. You're wrong. It's me, bitches. So, yeah, so Anthony contacted the person and was like, I have the doll. And the yeah. person was like, fucking prove it. So he was like, okay. He goes and gets a cool. newspaper, puts Harold by the newspaper with the, the day's date on it, and sends it to the person. And it was like, oh, fuck, he does have the doll. Oh, man, he wasn't lying. Yes. So at this point, he takes Harold back out of storage, and he tries again. He tries to have some sidekicks uh, read the doll again. So it was a little weird at this point. I was a little like I kind of I'm not really following, mm. but then again I was glossing over and also on a bachelorette party and I might have been on the beach drunk and sunburning. So here we are. Um, one sidekick says that there's a girl who made it, grew old and died. Um, another two say that there was a six year old girl who loved the doll but passed away. 
Mm. Um, but that there's a lot of hurt and loneliness surrounding the doll because it was locked away for so like because they were like because it's been away like it's been not here and so he mm. like they he didn't tell them that that he put the doll away for eight years but he was like oh because i locked it away for eight years haha <laughs> whoops um another session was done but he always kept a crucifix with the doll because he's he's catholic okay so oh as you could imagine what he's probably doing with this doll right holy water crucifix saint michael's like the whole nine um he does it without the crucifix and and then all of a sudden the reader's like no i'm not picking anything up but then she's like wait there's a male spirit in the doll gross um and she goes on to say that it's a half-brother to the girl and the doll. What? So the half-brother was... So they go on to tell the story that the half-brother was with the little girl. So the boy, the boy was older than the girl. Uh, the boy was there because of a, um illegitimate relationship of the father. So they share yeah. the same father, different mothers. So... The half brother was with the girl, and uh, the girl was always getting into the trouble. They were hanging out together all the time, um, and she fell out of the tree and cracked her head. Oh, um, no. The boy was blamed for the girl's death, and I mean that's not fair. Yeah, what? But he was the illegitimate bastard, so they were just like, "Oh, you killed the girl." That's really fucked up. Yeah, I don't like that. So um, they say that this boy is in the doll they, at, these psychics said that both of the spirits were in the doll but hang on mm. to that we're gonna come back we're gonna come back to how many spirits are actually in the doll uh though they said that both spirits could be released on the grounds of the plantation where the two children once lived mm. okay where the fuck is that plantation cool. just start visiting places just drive them around yep um <sighs> Anthony had another investigation done on the doll, but this time it was, like, with a professional team, and they had, like, an Ovulus 3 with them, so they were doing a bunch of stuff. Uh, Nothing quite came from the investigation. Um, Nothing, like, too resounding, like, they didn't, like, discover anything, like, real big. Um, Mm. One thing that they said that they kept getting over and over was, like, apple, and I think falling. There was another word that went there, but one of the psychics was, like, what if it was the girl falling from the tree like an apple? Yeah. Right. So when they were doing the investigation, one of the one of the investigationers got a really bad headache and they decided to call it off. So mm. uh, they left to review the tapes. That member who was listening, who got the headache and was reviewing the tapes, heard a woman and a it said a woman specifically, but then it said like people were screaming and then it said they heard a demonic laugh in the background. When he heard this live, he said he felt, described what he felt like a baseball bat to the back of the head, and he went on, hit the floor, went unconscious for 20 minutes. And when he came awesome. to, he could not move for 30 minutes. Okay, um, I got the chills. Yep. I don't like that. So he um, was off for a few days, and it was really ominous, like, where the guy was, and he wasn't responding. And so finally, Anthony got a hold of him and told him this. So... Yeah. After that, Anthony didn't do shit with the doll because he was like, oh, my God, these people are getting hurt. Because, like, that was really starting to wear on Anthony that so many people were getting hurt helping him trying to figure this shit out. So he didn't touch the doll for a little while. Uh, But then a friend of Anthony's who's a psychic medium, what have Mm -hmm. you, uh, called him and said, the doll's angry. You're not helping him. Stop trying to fucking hurt people, dude. Right. So So we're at the point it's like... 
why is do you want help or no right do you want help or not like who is asking for help who is hurting people like what the fuck is going on and that that was the big question is what the fuck is going on like why am i getting trickster vibes but also help me vibes like what what is happening why why is a a, the woman becomes a constant theme so like there's just shit that's like not making any sense and that's what he's trying to figure out so anthony turns to the doll and is like bro if you want to be released you gotta you gotta help me and stop hurting people like what the fuck is happening let me help you so another let me try to think another woman came forward this is not in my notes, but I'll, I'll give a little tidbit because this was pretty juicy. But I'll give a little. A woman came forward and said that, uh, of course, again, like like Peggy the doll, these people don't know each other. So yeah. he's got different people. He's not putting the information out there. So he leaves specific pieces of information out on his Facebook posts. So when people do report things, it's not a placebo effect. So. Certainly. When this woman came forward and was like, hey, by the way, there's a little girl in the doll. Um, this is how old she was, blah, 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 blah. She ended up actually finding this plantation because she dreamed. Damn. She dreamt so much about it that she, yes, she was able to come forward. She apparently proclaims that her, one of her past lives was this little girl who fell from the tree, gave an accurate description of everything that that other psychic said that the half brother gave names and everything. So like these two psychics who had never met each other gave the same exact story, except this woman was way more detailed. Yeah. So went through the whole thing, said that she cracked her head, um, found the plantation, found the tree. So Anthony knows where that plantation is but however in the book doesn't do anything with that information oh in the book in the book so maybe if i do a little bit more research i can find out what he does with that information but we're I mean, gonna f- I hope he takes them back and releases them well i don't know if he if he does or if he wrote that down somewhere we'll find out um because i really thought it was all gonna be in this book and i was like perfect and then i'm like on page 240 i'm like Bro, there's still so much more I need to know. There's so much more that I know that there's that has happened. What is happening? So, and the book also alludes to these other things that happen. So it was like it was like part one of the journey. So I'm like, where the fuck? So, anyways, anyways, Anthony goes on a radio talk show as I talked in part uh-huh. one. Um, the woman who originally sold the doll to Anthony also went on the show to clear the air about the bunch of shit because she also bought, like I said, bought the doll. To try and hype it up more and sell it for more, but it actually it actually turned it out haunted. to be cursed, haunted, uh, uh, possessed. Um, so Anthony asked this woman to come on the air to actually clear the air about it, so everyone could keep their reputation. Okay. Um, so that was the interview that got the Ghost Adventures eye, and that's when they reached out to ask uh, Harold to be on the show. So he. I think he he went to New York, dropped the doll off like right before they went, um, and then he stayed in New York till it came back because that's where like the production headquarters are at or the producer yeah. headquarters are at. So um, you can go watch the show, right? I think I talked about it a little bit. They also didn't tell Anthony what they were going to do to the doll, other than they were just going to bring it to the island. So Anthony kind of really didn't know what they were going to do with the doll. Other than he just told them to please be careful, the arm's about to fall off. Um, So after the whole show, he was just kind of bummed that 
there was a real lack of investigating on the doll. And of course, Anthony was really weary of like any psychic examining the doll because he's just like, how do you know? Like, how do you like, how can you believe these random people? So fun fact, you know, they're not going to get hurt. Correct. That too. So when Harold got back to Anthony, and when I say back to Anthony, when, when the post's person came to bring the doll back into the hotel that he was staying in, Anthony slipped on a puddle of water that was not there in the laundry room two seconds prior. And he slipped and fell and almost smashed his face open on the table. And that happened at the exact same time that the hotel manager was signing for Harold to come back. Oh, yeah, no, Harold was pissed. He was yes. like, bitch, you let me go. What yes. the fuck? Yes, so as soon as he did that, as soon as he slipped and fell and she finished signing the package, she apparently looked on the CCTV and saw him, like, on the floor about to smash his face open. So her and another guy ran down to, like, get him out of the laundry room he was in. And so they had that, like, little back and forth. But so the sidekick on the show, however, said that there were five spirits in the doll. Right. She was right. Okay. So up up to this point. Um, they thought it was only the two, right? Right. You th- basically, everyone kind of thought that there was um, the half-brother, the little girl, and he thought that there was a trickster in there. However, the little girl is not in the doll. It's just the half-brother's there. Okay. The psychics were just getting the full story. So here's, here's I'm going to spoiler alert. Here's what's actually in the doll. Tell me. The half-brother is in the doll. Yeah. A demon. No surprise. Uh, that psychic on the Ghost Adventures episode said that there is a demented woman. Yeah. That okay. is that is true. Um, a w- later, a psychic... No, Vincent. We'll get to Vincent in a second. Vincent says that there is also a little boy and someone else that I left out of the story for the sake of not ruining the book. Uh, someone mm. else came forward and said that there's also a little boy... In the doll, plus a black shadowy figure that is shackled up and is also seen as a burnt man. Um, a black shadow figure that is supposedly holding the two boys and the woman hostage in the doll. Oh, so like another demon. Kind of. Kind of, sort of. Like a ruined soul, almost. Interesting. Okay. Yes, okay. Huh. So, at this point... Yeah. Uh, he, he's getting all these different people that don't know anybody about nobody about anything that's being said. He is not posting some specific details on the, his Facebook. Um, however, he gets reached out by this woman named Jane. He changed their names. Mm. Their names are not these names. So her name's Jane in the book. And she has a, seven, a six-year-old son by the name of Vincent. Mm. And they are in Australia. Okay, so he's yeah. in Denver. They're in Australia. Complete fucking opposite side of the world. Yeah. And she reached out to Anthony, letting him know that Vincent, who is moderate to severely autistic, saw Harold because she was trying to look up how to restore dolls. And apparently she went down the rabbit hole of Annabelle the doll and then got to Harold the doll. And um, Harold accidentally saw a picture of Harold. And he, he what he said is the baby is sad. I hate that. So I hate that so much. Jane said that her son is very sensitive, can mm-hmm. see auras, and he cannot lie because of his autism. That's gross. She like offered that he can see the stuff. Yes. So she offered he could see you're about to not fucking believe the shit he sees 
on the opposite side of the fucking world. So she offered to help since she and her son feel so attached to the doll. That was a huge fucking mistake for them. I don't like that phraseology either. So he, so like I said, he's autistic. So like the stuff he says at the times he does it doesn't make sense to, you know, you and I, right? But this is just, this is just what happens. Okay. So later Vincent said that the children and the woman want to be free, but the black blob won't let them. Okay. The burned man. So I don't know. This didn't make sense. Okay. Or if, if at the time Anthony didn't understand what the black blob was, but I'm going to, I'm going to clear it up in, I'm going to clear it up more towards the end because it makes more sense what's going on. So just, just, there's just an entity that's being a douche. Okay. There's just no surprise. That's what they do. That's what they do. They're douches. So all this information that Vincent is supplying proves that are in fact five spirits in the doll and what the, what the woman on the ghost adventures show said is true though jane swears that she and vincent never saw the ghost adventures episode that even knew kind of existed okay um the dark the dark blob as vincent starts to call it uh really starts to bother the family bad uh vincent has some really bad episodes as they just call it um while the mother gets scratched in her own home. Uh, Vincent's room starts to become like a really hot spot of negative energy. And anytime she goes in there, she feels really bad, feels really cold. Um, And then she gets scratched. Vincent, at a certain point, stops going into his room. Understandable. And and also stops going to the playroom because it's adjacent to his room. Damn. Okay. There is a crow that comes and sits at the windowsill for hours won't fuck off and just pecks at the window that's rude it makes consistent appearances and won't go away until anthony splashes holy water on on harold oh so that's that's happening in australia they call up anthony and they're like hey buddy the crow's back and he's like all right and then like chucks holy water at Harold, that's fucked up. I don't yep. like that. Yep. Nope. So anytime that there's activity with the physical doll itself, the crow shows up in Australia. Jane contacts Anthony and says, my friend is back. And he's like, hole up, gets the thing, splashes it, says like a a, a, a god, uh, what are they called? A, a prayer. prayer. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I'm You're a little welcome. tired. I'm a little tired. Um, <laughs> says a prayer, says cut the shit on the on the name of god and then he goes back to the phone is like is the crow gone and she's like it's in the tree but it's it's away and she's like it's fine that's that's good enough for me yeah i mean that's that's not pecking on my window correct so then sometimes he does it again and then the bird just completely fucks off yeah see um power of the lord um for at first she said crow Uh uh-huh it was a ray it's ravens a raven so it's 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 a raven it wasn't a crow same thing i I, I just remember right it's not the same thing is it not no because they represent two different things ravens i think what he said in the book was black magic or something bullshittery was a foot but i love crows and ravens your curtains were just waving in the background it scared the fuck out of me because i thought yeah. that was behind me and i was like the ac's not on i was like that's not in my house okay no that's my house and the ac is on okay cool 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 yeah. cool, 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 cool. so vincent is constantly saying that the blob isn't happy with him 
and it's scaring him and won't leave him alone. So basically what's happening is that anytime Anthony was talking about the doll where he was staying, like I said, shit plus the crow would start happening to the family all the way in Australia. Um, also at a point, other people started commenting about a black dog that showed up in the mix of things. It wasn't that kind of like showed up for a second and then went away. Like no one, there was, there was no real explanation about why all of a sudden Vincent was talking about a dog and a couple other people came forward and said that there's a, there's a dog now and like a big yeah. black dog. I don't know. That was, a, that was a hot minute second going on. Um, okay. so Vincent's getting harassed because he can see shit about the doll and the doll doesn't like it. The doll has made it known that it doesn't want to actually have shit figured out about the spirits in the doll, right? Because that spirit's trying to hold those other trapped souls there. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's, like, yeah, that's that's a, apparently a consistent thing with like spooky dolls. They don't they don't want you to know anything about them. Yes. So the demon like that. the demon did not like the demon the black blob whatever did not like vincent being able to see this shit and relaying this information to jane then to anthony okay yeah so <clears throat> the energy in the house starts re- like even worse even worse like jane is just like turning into like the victim right as you know people who are oppressed usually do they're just like i can't yeah. do this like i'm the worst da, da, da. and uh, anthony's like trying to drag her along like bitch yeah. stop playing the victim complex and then vincent's like throwing tantrums almost getting kicked out of school yeah uh, Jane was actually having to give bath salts, basal bath salts to Vincent to help cleanse his energy, but it was be- just becoming too frequent. Like it was working like in the beginning, but as the energy started to get like even worse, the bath salts weren't enough. <clears throat> Anthony had Jane call a priest to come and bless the house because it was just aff- afflicting and Vincent vincent so bad um like i said he was about to be kicked out of school then they were kind of like questioning like what jane was doing um at this point in the book anthony admitted to trying to admitted to attempting a binding ritual on the doll because apparently the goat the shits in australia Mm. he wanted that to stop so at the same time he wanted to cleanse their house to get the to cast out whatever was there mm-hmm. and then once that happened he wanted to bind the spirits to the doll okay so i'm following right so what ended up happening is that he believed that he messed up because the blob was still at the house e. right so he was just like i don't know what the fuck's going on uh so let's try that again let's like redo he's like i'm gonna redo the ritual uh cleanse your house try it again and yeah so did it again and it seems like it worked Okay. It didn't work. Of course not. Never does. <laughs> Two weeks later, everything was perfect. She's like, the room feels a little bit off, but not the same that it was. So like, kind of like right. a little, like a little residual, but like not that anything bitch like was it was. Lying low. That's rude. A- after two weeks, Jane was scratched, and Vincent had a massive meltdown at school. And what was interesting is that he doesn't ever swear, but his his lashing outs were calling his mom like a fucking bitch and like get the fuck away from me. And she's just like, "Oh, I don't know why he's saying shit like this." And Anthony's like, "I know why he's saying shit like that." Yeesh. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Um. So it started to take a massive toll on Anthony, and this is when he mentions it in the book um, on him as well. He believed that a lot of misfortune 
lost friends and relationships were the reason for the doll. So he also started to become like really recluse, stopped asking for help. That's why this was dragging on for so long um, because he himself also kind of just didn't know what to do. He felt like his life, he literally said this, he felt like his life was under attack by this doll, but he felt like he was the one who was destined to to deal with this doll. So he didn't want anybody else helping him at this point. Um, Yeah, he had a fear that it would uh, also mess up other people's lives like his and like it's already Mm. done. And so he became really isolated and almost just completely stopped talking to Jane, but ended up carrying on to help them. Yeah. One night while Vincent was losing the plot, which is what they say over there is that whenever someone's going crazy, they lose the plot. They're losing the plot. Got it. Okay. 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 That's what it was said in the book. I I thought it was funny. Um, Vincent says the word Apollon. Um, and this is what Jane says that she thinks that she heard. Uh, he just says this word Apollon. And so she tells Anthony this and, it, and they both have no fucking clue what that is. And so Anthony's like, get him to write it down now. Not later, not tomorrow. Now have him write it down now. So she's like, all right. He writes down two words. The two words are Abaddon and Apollyon. Okay. I give you three guesses. The first two are wrong. Uh. It's the name of the. Go ahead. No? You gonna no, guess? Go ahead. No. Yeah? Go ahead. Okay. It's the name of the demon. Oh. Both of those names? So, in the book of Revelations of the New Testament, an angel called Abaddon is described as the king of an army of locusts. His name, first transcribed in Greek whose name is Hebrew is Abaddon, a name which means destruction, then translated, uh, did I read that right? First transcribed in Greek, whose name is Hebrew is Abaddon. In Greek, the destroyer translates to Apollyon. So in Gotcha. So, so did yeah, I say because, that? Yeah, Apollos, that makes sense. Okay. The destroyer, so, I get it. He, yeah, Hebrew Abaddon means destruction. In Greek, the destroyer is Apollyon. So it's one of the same. That's the name of the demon. So, so basically, this is where where Anthony has this huge uh, realization that the reason why the binding spell didn't work is that the doll actually contains the four spirits, the black blob, burnt man, black shadow, whatever, mm. the woman, the teenage mm. boy, and the little boy. Mm. The fifth spirit, as these psychics have been reading, i.e. the demon Apollyon or Abaddon, whatever you would so yeah. would like to call him, um, is not in the doll. He fucking owns the doll. Yeah, that makes sense. What? What? Okay. That, that I mean, like blew my mind. Pretty, it's pretty fucking gross. It's, Don't get me wrong. Yeah. So the demon... What we, th- what I thought, or maybe a reader uh. would think, that the black blob, burnt man, black shadow mm. guy was the one harassing, but it was actually the demon Apollyon that's been torturing Vincent on the opposite side of the world. I mean, it makes sense because what do demons do? They fuck with people. Like so, that's that's all they do. That's y- that's it. That's it. Um. Uh, so. I can't. I didn't want to take the pictures of the book and post them in my notes because mm. I thought that that would not be fair. Um, mm. I also don't want to get in trouble. Um, Vincent draws. Vincent mm. does art therapy. Mm-hmm. He has been drawing. The ice maker just dumped and that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> 
Vincent has been drawing what he has been seeing. So mm -hmm. he's been drawing Apollyon in his room as a black tentacle mass mm -hmm. or even a black tentacle eye. And then he, I mean, that would make sense because demons are fallen angels. And what do they look like? And a wheel of eyes. That yes. makes sense. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So, I'm following. Yep. So he's constantly drawing like a black tentacle mask. Wait, mask. Excuse me. Mask. Uh, with an eye or without an eye. Um, and then he also will draw the three good spirits as like goldish white stars and then he'll mm -hmm. also draw the shadow man blob thing um as kind of like a white star but more black like tainted like it was a tainted soul yeah because i mean if you're not going to heaven and the demons own you here we are so that yeah makes sense so yeah that's so he draws shit like that all the time he also drew anthony because An anthony was like can you get vincent to draw what my part is in this mm-hmm and basically, he drew Anthony as kind of like another one of those stars, but like more roaring. And he said it was like um, a, a gold figure with kind of like arms being held up. And it had some like, I think, purple and green in it. Okay. And he was he was in like the bottom part of the painting. And that's like the top part of the painting coming down was Apollyon, the black mask with the tentacles. And it looked like Anthony, who is the shining light thing, is warding off Apollyon. Oh, that's cool. So that's kind of like why Anthony thought he needed to be the one to like deal with this doll. Mm. Okay. So after he finally puts two and two together, mm -hmm. uh, Vincent starts to show signs of being oppressed. Right. Okay. Because that would be like, like more signs. Like, more, like real <laughs> no. bad. Like real, real bad. Um, they, she ended up taking him to a church once and everything went really good. He got some mm. um, St. Benedict. Um I don't know. I'm not Catholic. I know. I'm trying to think, but I don't even <laughs> myself. Um, uh, a couple of protection things. Um, Anthony also okay. got a massive, really fucking expensive St. Michael statue, and Harold broke the shit out of that. Okay. Yeah. So um, they brought Vincent to the church once. He got a couple, like, blessed things. She also herself got some holy water and was using it on the house, but it just wasn't enough. Um, the second time they brought him back to the church, he was acting negatively being in the church. Mm -hmm. Drew, drew that scene of when he was in the church and not feeling well. He drew stars of all the people that were in the church, and then he showed this black mass outside of the church that couldn't come in. So he just felt like he just felt like he had to leave the church because Apollyon couldn't get him in there. So he starts acting really bad. They can't get him to do anything because he's also autistic. So they're having to deal with that as a curveball. Mm -hmm. So um, Anthony was like, try these couple things out on him because that's what she, he was testing to see if, she, if he was actually oppressed. And so he's like, yeah. try and put the necklace on him. As soon as she put the necklace on him, he ripped it the fuck off. Like the rosary? Yeah, it was like a rosary St. Okay. Benedict one, and it had, like, the beads yeah. on it, yeah. So then okay. she had another necklace, mm. and he said, put it in your hand and mm. hug him. Yeah. Don't tell him it's there. Just hug him and see what he does. So she does. He's, she said he lasted probably about, like, 20 to 30 seconds, and then he was like, mm. all right, get off of me. Yeah. So then she put him in the bath and tried to do a salt cleanse, and then he mm. gave her a prayer to recite, and he just was acting really negative negatively mm -hmm. to it like as she finished it he just was kind of like 
really sunken down about it. So he's like, okay, uh, you need to call the Catholic Church and they need to perform a rite of deliverance on everybody, the house, mm-hmm. like big shebang. So priests show up. They determine it is not psychological, that it is actually happening, and they perform the rite. They bless the house, all the members of the family, and specifically the rooms that are being the most afflicted, i.e. his bedroom. Mm-hmm. After this happens... Everything returns to normal for Jane and Vincent. Uh, the priest suggests Vincent stay the fuck away from Harold, anything Harold at all related. Um, so that was the end of Jane and Vincent. Okay. So. Fair. Totally understandable. Like, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't want to fuck with that either. I'd be like, yeah, I think I'm good, actually. From, from what I have heard from other podcasts is that there was there's more to it. Mm. There, Vincent helped him a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why he didn't write that down. Um, so I have to find out and see if I can find out yeah. where all this other information is coming from. And um, we'll go from there. But he, he wrote it in like an epilogue. Um, ever since all that went down, Anthony has figured out who the other souls are trapped in the doll. Um, and he's gone about dealing with that. And he said it could take another book to write. But he said he's just not willing to write that right now. Interesting. so yeah well here we are um and that kids is why you don't mess with anything with demons that's why you don't buy haunted shit off of ebay yeah that too that just don't just don't do it just nope 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 if you think it's haunted if you think it's a demon just say nope not today goodbye and then just leave it alone don't touch Mm -hmm. it yeah don't look at it don't think about it just let it go nope Eat it into the ocean, please. Yep. Like I, I know, li- I know, littering's bad, but like also like yep. having your meniscus torn is also bad. So like I yep. think we can make a sacrifice. I would like to maintain having my knees. Thank you. Um, uh. I'm good. No, no demons ever. I'm perfectly content without them. Yep. Okay. That's part two. Yowzers. Like okay. Forty episodes later. That's <laughs> eh, fine. It was a lot. It was a very emotional time. I was. There, okay, I told a lot. There's way more. There's way more That's I left out. That's awful. There's so, so much more to that. That's not okay. No. That's too much. There's more details that I left out. There's more connections. Like, I left out, like, whole pieces that uh, uh, people brought to the table. And so, right, buy the book. It's pretty cheap, and it's it's worth it. Ah! Disgusting. Okay. There you go. I'll show you. Gross. I'll show you some of the pictures. I'll show you some of the pictures. Okay, where's for me? You have okay. my phone number. Text me. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. No, I want to see your reaction. Fuck that. Oh, okay. Fair. I mean, text me while we're in this call. Be great. Perfect. Okay. I don't know. I'm tired. I think we're both tired. I think we need to go to bed. Yes. Okay. All right. Anyways, um, if you want to- Thanks for coming to our spooky show. Woo. Okay. Yeah, I got a headache. Um, Thanks for coming to my Herald talk. Um, If you like what we do, you can check us out on our website at www.hauntherbarelyknowher.com. Please submit your stories or suggestions. We got two suggestions. We are getting there. I'm not ignoring you. Um, We'll we'll get there. We we just have to line up topics so it makes sense and is good. So I got I got we got them. We get them. So I I saved them in the email as a to do. Uh, We're gonna cover one of them on next episode. Ah! Have our interview. if you want to interact with us on our social medias, you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at H-H-I-B-K-H podcast. On Instagram, you're going to get me. And on Twitter, you're going to get Zoe. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> 
Alright, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Alright, uh, until next time. Haunt her! I barely know her! Or those dolls. <laughs> <laughs>